Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Down in your car to your home Every week it's something new A deep talk or an interview She'll make it laugh, she'll make it cry When it's dark out, she's a light When you're down, get your feeling right Oh man, that's some fun Hi friends, and welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be here with you today. And a happy birthday to the late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I hope for all of us, it's a day we're able to reflect on the incredible work and sacrifice of Dr. King while we continue what he started. That racial reconciliation wouldn't be something we think about once a year on his birthday, but daily. And I am thrilled to continue our talk about seasons on today's episode of That Sounds Fun. Y'all, it is blowing my mind. It's blowing my mind. But before we dive into today's conversation, I want to tell you about one of our incredible sponsors. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If therapy is something you've been considering, BetterHelp is one of the most accessible ways to give it a try. As we talk with Michelle today, sometimes seasons in our lives don't look at all the way we wanted them to. And when I've been in that place, therapy has been an incredible tool for me to process what's going on, what I'm feeling and what I don't want to feel and what steps to take. Maybe this is your year to give BetterHelp a try. They've made it so simple to get started. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Your sessions can be done from right at home. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire. Y'all know we love a quiz. And you'll get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge because finding the right match for you is really important too. Let's celebrate the progress you've already made and keep building on it in 2024. So visit betterhelp.com slash that sounds fun today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash that sounds fun. Okay, today on the show, y'all, I cannot believe I got to talk with Michelle McKinney-Hammond. I've been a fan for two decades. I am blown away at this conversation. She's an Emmy Award winner, entrepreneur, and author. And y'all know how the Lord just keeps bringing up things on our podcast sometimes. And this theme is loud. It's this topic that just keeps coming up over and over again. Well, 
We got one. Like we talked about with Pastor Banning and with Mike Foster, we're talking to Michelle today about shifting seasons in our lives. Today, we talk about what to do when you're in a place where you feel like God hasn't provided the thing you've asked for, or as she calls it in her new book, when shift happens, S-H-I-F-T shift, y'all. We talk about that title and dating and the different seasons we're all in. You are going to love her. So here is my conversation with my friend, Michelle McKinney-Hammond. All right, uh, Miss Michelle McKinney-Hammond, welcome to That Sounds Fun. <laughs> I love the name. That sounds Oh, thank fun. you. Anything fun, I want to do it. Okay, so that's my first question for you. Because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what you do for fun. Cook with friends, scream okay. with friends, do anything with friends, friends. <laughs> okay, now where do you, do you live here in Nashville? No, but I have great friends down there. And the okay. family is my adopted family in Nashville. Yes, of course. So where are you? Where's your family based? Well, my family is based in Ghana, West Africa, and uh, Chicago, Illinois. That. Yeah, so I didn't know that. I read that in the book that you were trying to go home for, and it was right when COVID started, and you got, couldn't get into Ghana for seven months or something. Right. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, I I love Chicago and cooking with friends. That's what you got to do in the winter up there, just oh, inside, inside, <laughs> in the in the warmest spot in the house, the kitchen. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Okay, so you started to tell me a story before mm -hmm. I hit record that I begged you to stop because <laughs> I told you I have been a fan of yours for 20 years. Your, I didn't realize this was your first book, What to Do When Love Finds You. I read that when I was in college yeah. in 99 or 2000. I am, though, now. Yeah. <laughs> but will you tell the story of writing your first book? Sure. Uh, well, I was a very miserable single. So that book oh. was just like really like a hilarious um, smack from God for me. Because I finally yeah. got to a place called Happy. And I'm talking to my yeah. mentor, Bunny Wilson, who had written Night in Shining Armor. Which I said, loved as well. Yeah. And she said, you need to write that. And I said, Bunny, I'm in advertising. I can't write a book. 30 seconds wow. is all I got. She said, girl, as much as you like to run your mouth, you can write a book. <laughs> it's just one long conversation. And I took that and ran with it. So yeah. I started writing it. I'm a happy sanguine, so a short attention span. Wrote a chapter, thought it was cute, set it to the side, forgot about it. Maybe about a year went by. I got let go from my job. I'm walking across the street to a hamburger helper voiceover interview. Oh and gosh. I get hit by a car. <gasps> I end up in the middle of the street thinking, well, I'm just going to pop up. But no, that didn't happen. Three surgeries, a year and a half in bed later. I finished What to Do Until Love Finds You in bed. Harvest House took it. It sold out of its first 12,000 copies in three weeks. And they were like, who is this <gasps> person? So that's the story wow. behind What to Do Until Love Finds You, which is still out there, still selling. It's still out there. Okay, yeah. so talk to, I mean, statistically, <laughs> we think about half of our listeners are not married yet, like me. Yeah. So what... What's your big advice for 2024? What do, what for the single women and men who hope to get married and mm -hmm. want to get married? What's your advice for us for this year? Well, like the like the title says, what to do until love finds you. Do life and love will yeah. find you. You yeah. know, that's what Ruth did. She was doing yeah. life and Boaz found her. So yes. it's it's in the circulating. It's in the it's it's in the doing of what you do, your purpose, exercising who you are that attracts the right person that complements what you're already doing. So don't sit there waiting for life and love to happen. 
you make life happen and you make love happen. Yeah, I was in my um, late 30s and I got this, uh, no, early 30s, sorry, and I got this opportunity to move to Scotland. Mm. And I remember saying to a friend, Miss Michelle, I said, but I want to get married. And she was like, but there are men in Scotland. (laughs) She was like, what are you talking about? But I just, and I had this realization of like, at the time, you know, I'm early 30s and I'm thinking I could blink and be 40. And Mm -hmm. if I say no to this and I'm still single at 40, what have I done? Yes, exactly. And here I am, 43, not married yet. And I'm like, I have gotten to do really great opportunities because uh, because I've paid attention to the open doors instead of only knocking on the closed door. Now, listen, Miss Michelle, I knock on that closed door. Don't you worry. Oh, we've done it. Listen, but you know, the Lord ain't going to say I didn't ask for it. That's for sure. (laughs) And I always tell single people anyway, you know, you're single by choice, right? They go, no, I'm not. I said, yes, there were people who were interested in you that you said no to. So it's been your choice to be alone. You've got something you're looking for and that something is looking for you. In the meantime, get busy with the business of doing life because there's so many great adventures that fulfill you. And the one thing that I found is that. The hole in your heart is not a person-sized hole. It's a Mm purpose-sized hole. So when you get busy doing life, you'll be amazed at how happy and fulfilled you are, which then leaves room to attract the right person into your life Mm -hmm. instead of those that come to suck the life out of you because they smell your neediness 10 miles away. Listen, I know. Okay, so so talk to us for a minute about people who who have who would say to you but miss michelle i've done that i've run the race i'm having a great time i'm in my mid 30s i'm in my mid 50s and god has not provided then i would say you know he says every good and perfect gift comes from above if it was good and perfect for you you'd have it now Mm. and so he knows that the best gift for you right now is your singleness and what you're operating in um i'll be 66 this year and uh i'm telling you i'm having the time of my life Marriage is, is, is something, it's like in the back of my mind, like that's a nice idea, but is it a prayer point on a daily basis? No, it's not because so mm. much other stuff fills up my world that that yeah. person's going to have to come and make room um, and yes. inspire me to want to let go of some things to be with him. So, yes. you know, um, I think that when we get to that place, it frees us up to attract the type of love that we really want. So let's get. I, f- I feel that. Do you feel that with me? I feel when I meet men and they have a full life, mm-hmm. I'm attracted to that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wait, true. I hope I can fit into that. I want to fit into that. That looks exactly. fun and, and exciting. It looks like you're on purpose versus a man who's waiting. Right. And I, I know that's not as often as it looks like with women, but I'm like, man, I, I the thing you're explaining, I experienced with men too. Sure. Exactly. I, I think yeah. that everyone is attracted to something that's happening. Uh, nobody oh, wants that's good. to be just, you know, sitting there like a bump on a log because right. that's too much responsibility for you to now make them happy. That's too, that's a lot of work. I don't have, yeah, I don't have that in me. I don't have that in my spirit. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, the Lord, he and the Lord have got to sort out who he is. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm I can't. <laughs> We're too, you and I, we got too much purpose to fulfill to fix I'm that. Telling that's, you. Yes. that's you and the Lord. Yeah. Um, okay, so when shift happens is your newest book. Yes. And I told you this before we started, but I want to tell everybody what has blown my mind this week is the Lord is telling us something about seasons. Mm -hmm. Everyone has already heard Pastor Banning from Jesus Culture teach on it. And then Mike Foster hit it. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, Miss Michelle, the Lord is aligning something for us. Mm -hmm. Why does it matter? Teach me from 20 years ahead of me. Why does it matter that we pay attention what season of life uh, we're in right now? 
Well, you know, it, first of all, it makes you prepare properly for your next. Mm. Mm. Um, it also stops your frustration level because you understand where you are, the purpose of why you are where you are. And yeah. that gives you an idea of where your focus should be while you're there. Um, when you don't know your season, um, it throws you off kilter and off center and you start pursuing the wrong things. You know, I lived in Chicago for many years and uh, there was a woman that um, everyone called Mad Mary. And uh, she would be in the in the summertime. She wore a fur coat down the street and we all wow. knew she was disturbed. Uh, something in her psyche did not understand the season. Therefore, she wasn't dressed wow. properly for wow. it. Suffered for it. So when we talk about being in season, um, you know, the sons of Issachar understood the seasons. They understood what was going on around them, why it was happening at that particular time. And we who know the Lord should be very sensitive to that. Yeah. We need to know when we're in our spring season, when things are budding and begin, and the harvest is beginning to, to show forth. Then uh, there's the summer where it's hot. Can you take the heat when the summer comes, you know? Yeah. We pray for summer all through winter. And then winter comes, we start complaining about the heat. That's right. That's right. And and so get out that bikini and get happy, you know. (laughs) Now, winter is a a fall is a time of, of harvest as well. But it's also preparing for winter. And winter is a time when things die off to make room for things to bloom afresh. So wow. when we understand what season we're in, maybe you're in a season where it seems like everything is drying up and dying in your life. Get excited. Don't mourn. Yes. It's preparation time. I was talking with a young lady. She says, well, it just looks like nothing's happening. I said, you've been in the winter before. It looks like everything's yeah. dead, but there's a lot going on beneath the surface because mm-hmm. when spring comes, all of a sudden those sprouts come out seemingly overnight. No, they've been working on coming out all winter. The roots have been traveling that have been planted, finding the right spot to sprout. And and the roots have been digging deep to gain traction so that they can hold what they're getting ready to shoot through the surface. And so the same thing happens in our life. When things are dying off, it's prep time. When it's springtime, we have to be super wise because you can get really excited about all the fruit and all the amazing things that are happening and lose sight of your focus, lose sight of preparing and knowing that seasons are cyclical. Yeah. So it's really amazing because when Pastor Banning was on, we asked everybody, pray and ask God what season you're in right now. Pay attention to the words you hear, pay attention to the pictures you see in your mind. And so can we just take a couple of minutes and go through each season? Because everybody listening, hopefully, Mm -hmm. if they haven't, pause the podcast right now. (laughs) Ask the Lord. Ask the Lord what season you're in. And and can we just go through each season for a minute and kind of... Let me. Can I ask you some questions of my experience in each season and mm-hmm. see if we can help everybody kind of have some handholds? Sure. So, so let's start in winter since that's what we're actually experiencing outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it starts, I get scared. Mm-hmm. When I start realizing, like, I was just harvesting. Mm-hmm. I was just getting everything, and my kitchen was full, and my life felt full, and suddenly nothing is working. Mm-hmm. How do we combat that fear at the start of that season switch? It's really about keeping our eyes on God. It's mm-hmm. about you say that so much in the book. You say, "Look up, look up, look, look up. up, look up." Yep. Um, also, trusting His process, knowing that there's a process. I think sometimes mm-hmm. in Christendom we want the quick fix. There's no such thing. 
No story that you read in the Bible had a quick fix. And you know what? I'll even go so far, far as to say God is merciful to us. Because when you read stories in the Bible, their, their fixes took a lot longer than our fixes take. Right. We don't right. have as much time. And God moves faster in our lives than he did back in the day. So mm. take the grace from that. But also understand that there's a process and trust his agenda for your life. See, wow. the enemy comes and tries to make you suspicious of what God is doing. Yes. Oh, you know, things aren't going right because you did this or you made a wrong choice or God doesn't like you this week. You know, he comes up with all kinds of stuff. But yeah. what you've got to understand is that God madly and passionately loves you. His agenda towards you is always good. Jeremiah 29, 11 in the message version says, he says, I know what I'm doing. I've got yeah. it all planned out. Plans for your good and not to harm you, to give you the future that you hope for. Mm-hmm. Now that's mm-hmm. rich because what do I hope for? Are my hopes in alignment with what God wants for me? If so, he's going to kiss it and bless it, and it's going to sprout up when it's supposed to. But in the meantime, he's preparing you to have the capacity to maintain what you attain. Wow. That's what we've got to know, is that God's working on us. Um, I had a a pastor in L.A. that told me many years ago when I was young and perky and, you know, why isn't everything going the way I want it to? Yeah, yeah. She said, Michelle. When the situation is wrong and you are wrong, God says no. When the situation is right, but you are wrong, God says grow. When the situation is wrong, but you are right, God says slow. And when the situation is right and you are right, God says go. Oh, wow. And I have clung to that over the years. We are going to put, can we just post that quoting you on the internet today? Because I want to hang that up in my house. Yeah. I mean, that's when people say the wrong, the right guy at the wrong time is the wrong guy. At any time. That's right. 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 Wow. And so what we've got to know is that winter is preparing for spring. Mm -hmm. It's not just sitting there idly by killing everything. Yes. Literally rejuvenating, reviving, restoring underground what it wants to push to the surface. And so if we can just say I'm in prep mode and also enjoy the rest, be like that bear, hibernate, take those days off, get that popcorn, get in front of TV and watch a good movie and not pressure yourself to produce anything. It's not Mm -hmm. time yet. And guess what? You're going to long for one of those days of nothingness soon because right the common. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about one of our amazing partners, Happy Viking, who is on a smoothie kick right now. I know I love a good smoothie and I love adding some protein powder to it. It really keeps me fuller longer, but there are a million protein powder options out there. So I definitely am always wanting to make sure it has the best ingredients. This is where Happy Viking comes in. It's got everything you need in one plant-based powder, proteins, vitamins, minerals, probiotics, prebiotics, fiber, electrolytes, and more. And only two grams of sugar. Plus, 93% of customers say Happy Viking is the best tasting plant protein powder they have ever had. Your girl included. Happy Viking has some really good flavors too, like the triple chocolate flavor, you guys. I mean, golly. Mix that with some peanut butter and a banana and some almond milk. That is the smoothie you need. They also have vanilla bean flavor, strawberry smoothie, green colada, iced coffee, and cookies and 
cream. Happy Viking Protein and Superfoods Powder made by tennis champion Venus Williams is hands down the best tasting plant protein powder out there. So visit drinkhappyviking.com and use the code TSF and my friends get 20% off their first purchase. That's 20% off at drinkhappyviking.com with the code TSF. Like that sounds fun. That link and literally every other link you could ever hope for are in the show notes or we'll send it to you Friday and Friday's AFD week in review. You can sign up for that in the show notes as well. All right, we all know the way our hair or skin look can sway our mood and impact our day. If one of them feels off, it just feels like the day is starting off on the wrong foot. I've never found beauty products that really fit my personal hair goals, but ever since I switched to a custom hair and skin routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits. Healthier, shinier hair and healthier skin, too. With pros, personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. For example, my custom shampoo and conditioner, which I love, they formulate to make my hair more manageable, shiny, hydrated. It's amazing, y'all. They truly deliver. Pros is better for the planet, too. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool, which learns from my feedback, adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life, the city that I'm living in. It is amazing, you guys. Pros is so confident that they'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order. You guys, 5-0. off your first subscription order at pros.com slash that sounds fun. So you get your free consultation and then you get 50% off at pros.com slash that sounds fun. This is the season to try pros if you have not tried them before. Pros.com slash that sounds fun. That's P R O S E dot com slash that sounds fun. Y'all, I recently placed a Thrive Market order for my place in New York so that I'd have all the essentials stocked in the pantry and refrigerator when I'm there. And I want you to hear what I saved as a Thrive member. Okay, I got protein shakes, creamer, chips, soaps, and some other things, you know, all the necessary things. I spent $70 and saved $33.39. Y'all, that is so much money. It's seriously so easy. It also shipped right to my door. Plus, I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods, and they have an online filtering system that allows you to sort based on what you're looking for. So if you're hunting for gluten-free options or dairy-free snacks, you can curate your own shopping experience really easily. They always have a deals page, too, that you can look through as well. Oh, I love it. And when you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. It's awesome. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Just go to thrivemarket.com slash that sounds fun and get 30% off your first order plus that free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash that sounds fun. Thrivemarket.com slash that sounds fun. Okay, now back to our conversation with Michelle. What are we praying in the winter? In the in the winter, we are saying, God, help us to keep our eye on you. Help us mm. to be sensitive to your voice so that we know when to move and how to move. Ah, and like almost help us get, help me have eyes for spring. Help me have eyes for spring and help wow. me rest in the process of what you're doing right now. 
Right, you're bringing such a, 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 we have this little button called the mind blown emoji button. <laughs> and it says, wowie zowie, because you're teaching me something I've never thought about, mm. that that part of the gift of winter is that spring and summer and fall are a lot of work. Yes, they are. And winter is not. So where we can be discouraged that, that nothing is growing, exactly. the Lord's like, will you just lay down? Yeah. Because I need you to be rested. I need you to be rested. I need you to be strong. Wow. I need you to be alert and focused. And all of that comes from the downtime, you know. When yep. you okay, you hear that coming. winter, friends? You got to rest. Yeah. You got to rest. Rest. Wow. Okay, so then when I'm going from winter to spring, mm-hmm. I don't believe it. I go, no, nah, this is never going to work. What? Uh, this ain't going to work out. This, you know, that. And then, but the Lord's going, I said spring. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying I know this is never, it's going to freeze over again. There's always that natural tendency, but you know what? God doesn't actually need your faith. You do. (laughs) You are. (laughs) Listen, he created a whole universe without us agreeing anything or believing anything. Okay. That's right. He doesn't need our faith. We do. Faith is, is, is not just the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the motivator that makes you obey God because you trust him to meet you on the other side of your obedience. Wow. Wow. Okay. So faith is really for us. Faith is what makes us obedient so that we get the blessing he promised. Yeah. And it literally positions you to receive what he promised. Now, if you don't believe, they say, I don't believe that tithing really works. Well, then you never get to see that increase. That's right. Yeah. You understand? Um, I don't believe that, you know, uh, God won't marry me if I don't sleep with him. So then you end up with, you know, just a wrecked heart because, you know, sex isn't a promise. It's an experience, uh, you know, until it becomes covenant. So um, and so we can go on and on with the list of things that we don't believe. Um, that that rob us of the blessing on the other side of that belief. Yes, and so the faith. So so for those of us sitting in spring, mm-hmm. the if you're going to risk, risk toward faith. Yes. Don't risk away from faith. Like exactly. I don't know if this is God, so I'm going to assume that it is mm-hmm. with the risk of looking foolish, or I assume this isn't God and you're going to miss out on the better levels with the Holy Spirit. Listen, I always say point where his finger, you know, follow where his finger points. And if you're going wow. wrong, he'll yank your chain. All of a sudden yeah, you just won't have right. that peace. You won't, you know, he'll shut stuff down around you. But, um, and, and you know, sometimes God is very quirky. Yeah. <laughs> God is, is quirky. He's mischievous. He's really out the box. You know, if you want to make him that stodgy old God, you go right ahead. But the God I know is adventurous and mm. does crazy stuff. So you got to be ready to roll with him, you know? Yes. And then yes. you go, oh, that's why you did that. You'll have the aha moment along the way. But sometimes you're just screaming, wait a minute, where are we going? Yeah. Yeah. You know, a a funny story. I think we'll leave this in the show. It's really personal, but I want to tell you, (laughs) I, um, I got my heart broken, uh, two years ago Mm -hmm. and I had a conversation with the Lord about a month and a half ago. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a two year window Yeah, and, and the conviction from the Lord was Annie, you've stopped believing me for crazy things because I, because you got hurt. Yeah. And, and, and I had this moment of like, Oh, I have been, 
I have been turning down the voice of the Holy Spirit in my head because last time I turned it up, it broke my heart. Yeah. And so talk to our friends in the spring who are saying, hey, I've trusted him for spring before and none of the fruits and vegetables came to pass. Well, there's always a first time. (laughs) That's right. You know, that's right. uh, We never know when it's going to happen. When we put a clock on God, we really damage ourselves and it paralyzes us, you know. So, you know, um, just look at it this way. Every time that you start over is not really a start over because you're starting with experience. Hopefully you learned something from the last disappointment, the last mistake, the last seeming failure um, that should equip you on how to approach this same chance again. You know, this time you're going to do it with caution. This time you're going to ask a few more questions. This time you're going to take your time. This time you're going to pace yourself. Whatever it is that you learned from the last time, you're going to now get to use that this time and say, thanks, God, for that last experience. Even though it didn't feel so good at the time, I'm reaping the benefits of it now that we're moving forward. One of the things you said in the spring chapter is you said seeds have to be planted three times. Mm -hmm. Do you remember, right? Will you talk about that? I thought that was really interesting. Will you talk about that? theological truth that that something has to happen three times before it blooms? What is that? Well, we see that in scripture um, with this life of Joseph, Moses, you know, Abraham, different people, that there was always this seeming cycle of three times, um, times. uh, you know, hoping for and then being disappointed, hoping for and being disappointed. And then finally, God breaks through, you know. So there's something about us surrendering it to each part of the Godhead before it comes into fulfillment. Mm, wow. Wow, that's really interesting because that that may be why the Lord had to really push on me a few weeks ago because the Holy Spirit and I weren't in alignment. Mm. God and I were fine. Jesus and I were fine. The Holy mm. Spirit and I, I had taken a I had taken a TV time out. Yeah. <laughs> in, yeah in, we've in, in some areas. Complete, you know, when it says the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy, it's not just talking about holiness and salvation. It's talking about right alignment. Wow. Okay. So when we're aligned with God, that peace comes and peace always ushers in joy that gives us strength. So there's wow. this, this whole domino effect that happens being in alignment with the father, the son, the Holy spirit, hearing what they're saying, following where they point, trusting them completely and not leaning to our own understanding. And just, that's the faith walk. You, you, yeah. you just step out like Indiana yeah. Jones in the La- Raiders <laughs> of the lost Ark. You know, yes, yeah. Out there for the step to appear. That's right. That's right. So so for our friends who have got a grip on spring, mm-hmm. it's happening and they're going to summer. Mm-hmm. What's the shift into summer from like, oh man, I haven't been doing any work. I've just been asking God. Yeah. And now the thing is happening. Yeah. And now it's summer and like everything well, is bloomed. On. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everything is ramped up. And and you know what? Really winter and, and, and spring trains you for summer because summer can be very heady. You can lose it in summer. Oh, wow. You know, um, you can get distracted or you might not be able to take the heat of success, the heat of that relationship uh, when all the pressure is on you now to respond, to produce, to show up for everything. Um, Right. And and so summer is is a very heady time. It's exciting. But don't lose focus in summer because falls around the corner. Leaves are going to start falling. 
preparing for winter again and another cycle of something in your life. Might be a different part of your life or it could be the same um, area of life. Whatever it takes for God to complete what he's doing in you, mm-hmm. how he's aligning your character, how he's deepening your integrity, how he's um, you know, strengthening your faith walk and, and, and your relationship with him so that you're coming to know him more. Because actually yes. it's all designed for us to know God more and become yeah. more like him. Those yeah. are the two biggest goals of all. Yeah. I forgot to ask you this, so I'll back up to this for spring and then for summer. What are we praying in the spring? In the spring, we're saying we're grateful. We're grateful that we see your handiwork beginning to be manifest. Give us the wisdom to know what to do with the fruit that's before. Oh, wow. 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 Right. And then in summer, what are we praying? In the summer, we're saying, God, keep us level. Keep us focused. (laughs) Keep us in the center. Help me. Help me to maintain all that you've now blessed me with. Help me to sustain it and maintain it in excellence in a way that will make you smile and bless others. Mm. Yeah, that's it, right? Because the reason... In, in some areas of our lives, the reason we go from spring to summer is is not just for us. This mm-hmm. is all for, for growth with God, but also this is for others. Yes. Okay. As long as and we're wh- in kingdom, it's about everyone in the kingdom. That's it. That's it. It's about everyone in the kingdom. And, and the transition to fall, I think, in my life, the times I've seen like, okay, we're hustling through the summer. We, we're Here's... It's hot. It's busy. This is what I was doing. Yeah. And then things seem to be shifting. Yeah. And it's really beautiful. It's gorgeous. But I can tell, I can tell something is ending. Yes. How do we, how do we acknowledge that shift? How do we start calling the fall fall? That's the hardest one for me to call. Well, you know, there's some stuff to still glean because in fall, there's a harvest as well, mm. you know? So it's, it's the difference between um, harvesting what you can harvest and transitioning into that season of rest and letting go oh, of wow. some things that might have overgrown. You know, I look at it as, as a tilling your garden season because wow. some stuff, you know, um, comes out too much and you need to glean back. You know, um, God likes to prune his vineyard um, mm-hmm. and it looks a little ugly, but it bears sweeter, richer, rounder, more robust fruit. So we're yeah. making room for things. I love fall. Fall is probably my favorite season. It's is pretty, it? Oh, yeah, I think so. Because it's pretty. You know, all the leaves are turning. And it's just right for wearing all the cute clothes. Yeah. Being too cold or too hot. <laughs> right. You know, so it's a very fashionable season. You know, mm. so for me, it's all about dressing for the season. Yeah. Um and embracing the season and being grateful for each season. Yeah. Because this yeah. season is a blessing. Can we have different seasons going on in our lives at the same time? Like, can we be in the winter romantically, but in the summer professionally? Yes. And in the spring physically, in our physical health? Yes. That's very, so- very possible. Do we need to be paying attention to that? Do we need to ask the Lord to get that granular? Or like right now in my life, he is saying spring to me. And so, but do I need to go granular and say, well, is that true professionally? Is that true romantically? Is that true in my, where I serve? I don't think that we need to micromanage. I think, uh, um, you know, it should be more organic. Yeah. Understanding where you are. Um, Okay. This is where I am in that area. So now, and this, this is the beauty of journaling. 
um, you know, get out that pie shape and 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 separate it out. You know, um, relational, wow. physical, spiritual, and emotional. You know, yeah. make that pie for yourself, and then evaluate where you are, what where you want to be, and what you think mm. needs to happen. Yeah, well, God yeah. gives us those times, and God, you know, He's good at downloading divine strategies. Yes, you know, He really is. When you say, God, my prayer these days is not so much my goal list as what is your goal list for me, God? Mm. Wow, you know, and 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 how do I fulfill? what you have in mind for me in this season. And then I begin to get those creative ideas and urgings inside. I remember one of my mentors said to me, what does the Holy Spirit sound like? He sounds like you. Mm. You know, God's going to use your voice to talk to you. So you'll think, something told me. Well, no, someone told you, but you Mm -hmm. heard it in your voice. Go with it. Follow it. Because there will always be that conviction if it's not God. I always yeah. the, the, yeah. the test monitor for if it's not God is do you have peace about it? Mm-hmm. If you don't have peace, it might not be that you're wrong. It might just not be the time. So God's saying, stick a pin in that. Not now. Slow. Go slow. That's the slow one. Yeah. The slow. Yeah. As we're transitioning into that f- from fall into winter, what are we praying in the fall? Father, show me what to harvest and what to throw away. Oh, gosh. Tell me what to lift and separate in this season of my life to make room for what you want to do moving forward. That is so painful to ask the Lord what to throw away. But it's fun. It's exciting. <laughs> it's like, you know, girl, every year I clean out my closet and everybody in my yeah. house loves that because they it's a, it's, it's a shopping sale for them. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I get that top, you know, so they come and they come with their little grocery bags to haul away the, the you know, the stuff. <laughs> And you know what's so funny to me? I clean out my closet every year. How does it get full again? I know. I know. It's. Just, I mean, it is true in every corner of my life. Yeah. How did that? How did? How did that get full again? Yes. And it is time to clean it out. Mm-hmm. I'm just so bad. I mean, one of my like best weaknesses is I'm so bad of letting go of things that I want mm-hmm. that God has said let go. Yeah. Well, I have a rule in my closet. Have you worn this in the last year? Hmm. We can take that right into our spiritual life, huh? Yeah. 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 Have you worn this calling? Have you worn this desire? Have you worn any? Have you worn this in the last year? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you know, in Philippians, it says something about knowing what really matters. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that there's so many distractions in life. And things that we're pressured to want to have in our lives. Yeah. But what really matters? I mean, like, like if, if you if, if, if you were going to a desert island, you could only take five things. That included people, whatever. What would be those five things? Mm-hmm. You know, what really, really matters? What can't you, what can you not breathe? You know, what would take your breath if you didn't have it in your life? Hmm. It simplifies things quite. Yeah. Yeah. It really does, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And now back to finish up our conversation with Michelle. So 
so when you were writing When Shift Happens, which I love that title. Everyone who's walked by my desk has been like, does that, does that book say when? <laughs> it has been such a trip that one of our coworkers said today, she said, Annie, what's that book say? I was like, shift, when shift, shift, shift. happens. What made you write this now? I mean, you've written a ton of books. You are you are an actual like multi, you're like a five talent person in the Lord's <laughs> economy. I mean, you're actress, producer, singer, author. I mean, you're all these things. Why is this the book right now? Why why is God saying I mean he said it he's saying it to us. Why is he saying seasons to us right now? You know, it is so wild. I I, I was I was actually working on another book and God said, uh, <laughs> sit down and write this right now. I'm gonna give it wow. to you fast. This is the season. And I I just said, Okay. And I sat yeah. down and I wrote it. And the minute I wrote it, the word shift started coming up everywhere. There were wow. billboards with shift on them. They, I mean, everybody was talking about shifting. And I was like, God, you know, you're so hot. You're so ahead of your time. I just love you. You know? <laughs> yeah, because it, it just feels like, I don't know if you've experienced this going into 2024, but Pastor Banning and I were talking about it. There's a lot of anticipation this yes. year. It feels like it's a different turning of the year than we've had in a while. Yeah. And so for that to be true kind of globally, that's kind of the like undercurrent amongst prophetic people and what people of God are feeling. Mm -hmm. And for God to stack on top of that, you better know what season you're in. Yeah. Just feels like he's up to something. He's up to something. He's up to something. I believe that. Well, if you if you want to ask me about the new year, I asked God, what's the word for the new year? And the word he gave me was a weird word. He said, unhinged. Wow. And um, I said, what? What does that mean, Jesus? And, um, right. you know, and, and he said, it's going to be good and it's going to be bad. Um, oh, wow. For those who have felt stuck, like they've been trying to get through a door, he's going to loosen the hinge for some people and they're going to have wow. great entree. Those that wow. have been rooted and, and grounded and that have been waiting seemingly for season upon season upon season in that place where they feel that it's winter and do mm-hmm. they dare to hope for spring, those people will be moving through those open doors. Wow. That's then beautiful. there are the people that are not rooted and grounded and their stuff is going to be in the wind. I mean, there's going to be a lot of stuff flapping. There are going to be a lot of scandals this year. There's mm. going to be a lot of upsets this year, um, a lot of, of surprise outcomes this year that people were not mm. expecting that are going to make them have to shift their mindset and even some of their plans because they didn't see things going that way with life. Wow. And so um, it is a season where you really have to press into the center of God's heart, really be open to hear his voice. Um, and don't be afraid to move on what he says to move on. Because some it's, stuff is going to be are going to be very unusual instructions that are not going to make sense, but they will on the other side of your obedience. Listen, that to me, those are some of the most fun things. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, hey, let's just. I don't know why, but it's it could it could happen when we're driving home from the grocery store. Where you're like, this literally happened to me last two days ago. Yeah, I was pointing to Kroger, pointing to Kroger. And I kept thinking I should go to Trader Joe's. And I was like, 
I don't want to go to Trader Joe's. There's not a single open spot in the parking lot. I mean, I have to park next door. To, and then <laughs> I turned in to go to Kroger and then I turned my car and went to Trader Joe's. And I was like, okay, Lord, I don't know why. I don't even know if you care, but I'm going to practice that I think this is the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and doing something that does not make sense. And it did not make sense. I got some great cookies, mm-hmm. but it did not make sense. Yeah. I got all, you know, I could have just as easily gone to Kroger. But I, I think those are the things I want to be practicing. So mm-hmm. when the ones you're talking about where the Lord's like, I need you to shut that thing down. Yes. Or I need you to build an ark. Yeah. And I'll go, well, you told me to go to Trader Joe's. Yeah. And so if you trust me with a little thing, I hope I'll be found trustworthy with an ark. Because exactly. I was trustworthy with Trader Joe's. Because you know, poor little Noah. Can you imagine? I mean, bless him. I, I mean... How many years did he build that thing? And I know the neighbors were tired of him and he probably became uh-huh. the laughing stock of the neighborhood. Like, what's going on over there? Well, I'm building an ark. Well, well, why? Because God says it's gonna rain. But it's never rained before. What is rain? Right. I'm sure right. when people came to visit, they were like, Come and see this dude's been building this boat for years. He says it's gonna rain. Ah! <laughs> but the waters came. Yeah. That's and that's right. what we have to really understand about the word of God. It doesn't have to make sense. He doesn't need you to believe it. When it's time, it's going to happen. With mm. or without you. Yeah. I think I that our friends. I, me too. I want to be in on I it. As some fr- the friends listen, know I, I spent a little bit of time last year in New York. Mm-hmm. And as I was leaving, I felt the Lord kind of opening up this. Hey, do you want to do part-time Nashville, part-time New York in mm-hmm. 24? And I was like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how. I don't know how to do that yeah. relationally. I don't know how to do that financially. I don't know how to do that with schedule, with work. I mean, this is my office, you can tell. Yeah. And and so clearly the Sunday before Thanksgiving, Miss Michelle, I was sitting in church and the Lord said, if you will just say yes, I'll handle the details. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? This is the cr- one of the craziest things I've ever done. But you see, it's my arc. It's my art yes. where I feel like people are laughing behind my back. Like she is, what is she doing? She is messing up her life. And yet for some reason it feels like that this, now it doesn't mean it's going to rain and I'm going to float away with all the animals. No. I don't know how the outcome ends up. Mm-hmm. I just know that, that I want him to invite me to that crazy stuff, Miss Michelle. I want yeah. him to. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, that's the thing. There is never a dull moment in Christ if you do it mm. right with him. Wow. If you just want to have a little sideline faith because God is beneficial for you, but you're not Mm -hmm. beneficial for God, you'll never get to experience the whimsy, the excitement, the adventure, the unexpected surprises. I mean, Annie, I was minding my own business in Chicago when God told me to move to Ghana, West Africa. And I said, Uh -uh. didn't I rebuke you? (laughs) <laughs> All right, get behind me. <laughs> get behind me. That can possibly be God. I, I'm a diva. Don't you know I'm a diva? What am I going to be doing in Ghana, West Africa? Now, I, I enjoyed Ghana for a vacation. But you know what's right. so funny? Is now Ghana has become the hot spot for all the movie stars. Who the fuck it? I've been there for 12 years. And it has been, I, I mean, I flee from there at Christmas now because everybody wow. from Hollywood is there. People are coming in from all over the world. You can't drive anywhere. It's packed with and all kinds of music festivals and film. I mean, it's crazy. Wow. And I'm like, I've been to Ghana. I love it. I love it. And the so, pizza, I had great pizza in Ghana, yes. surprisingly. <laughs> but, but, but who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk right. 
that my dreams could come true in Ghana, West Africa. I was wow. doing television here. I won an Emmy for co-hosting a talk show here on yes. uh, TLN. But I wanted to do movies. I wanted to do more. I wanted to have a talk show. And I'm sitting at home minding my own business. And there's a knock on my door. The camera crew, they want to rent my house for a movie. They oh, end up my putting, gosh. putting me in the movie. And after <gasps> that, the whole thing opens up. And now I've been in like six soap operas, movies. <laughs> I don't even know. I can't even remember how many I've been in anymore. But Wow. I'm, and I never auditioned. They literally write parts for me. I mean, who would have thunk it? It's the best. There's never a dull moment. I always loved music. I had my Christian rock band over there. Yeah. You know, I mean, who would have thunk it? God thunk it. He just didn't let me in on it until I was obedient. Because that was the thing you told me. Just move. I'm not going to tell you what I've prepared for you. This is an Abraham walk of obedience for you. Yeah. And so I just followed where he pointed. And I've never had a day of regret. I can't believe I've been there for 12 years. How how much time are you split there between there and Chicago? Well, lately I've been back and forth more because my mom's still here and my dad, mm-hmm. uh, my 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 bonus dad is here, and mm-hmm. um, they have health issues. So I come back and forth every two to three months to just um, be a oh, blessing wow. to them, and then I go back home. So, um, wow. but I, you know, this is the most I've been here in a while. I think just once again, you go, God, what are you up to? What are you up to? I know, I know. What you doing? <laughs> I think, oh, listen, it is. And I'm telling you, this whimsy is what I shut down for two years in my life. And I didn't realize I'd shut it down. I'm so thankful to God. I'm sure he tried to tell me four times between then and now, but I'm so thankful to God. He did. It was, and and now he's like, okay, you ready to play again? Like, let's go. Let's do this again. And I, I will be disappointed again by something. Ooh. I'm not protected from disappointment over this, but I'm, I'm glad to hear you maintain life in two cities since I'm going to attempt to do that this oh, year. So it's very doable. And, and I'll just tell you from my own experience, you know, I'll come here. And uh, at one point it was like I, I needed to be here for two things. And I said, well, I'm going to come back and then I'm going to come back. And, and my little living daughter said, no, that's too much. Just stay there. I was like, what am I going to do in Chicago for a whole month? Yeah. Girl, I was busy the whole time I was here. Got two new jobs while I was here. I mean, I got asked to host Sunday School Made Simple for Urban Ministries. Yeah. I mean, all this stuff happened. Can you come and pray for the city of Chicago with the mayor? I was like, what the heck? What just happened here? So, (laughs) if you just go with God. Yeah. Just, you know, God's will, God's bill. He pays for everything. He takes care of it. And you have a ball. So our friends listening who are hearing you and going like, that is the life I want. I do not have it yet. Yeah. What's the first, what is the first step towards this life of whimsy with the Holy Spirit? It's really making him the focus first. For me, it's all about what do you want to do today, Lord? Yeah. As opposed to God, this is what I want to get done today. Yeah. You see the difference? When I open my hands and say, What's the adventure plan you got for today? Anything can happen. You know? Yeah. And that doesn't yeah. mean that you don't make plans for your life. You should. I mean, you know, those who don't make, you know, who, those who fail to plan, plan to fail. But yeah. um, leave the room and the flexibility yeah. for allowing the Holy Spirit to show up and show off in your life. And yes. make him your delight. Because that's part of yeah. it. Yeah. Making him your delight. 
When you delight in him, he delights in you. And he comes up with all kinds of amazing things to tickle your fancy because he knows he's got your heart. And that is where it starts. It can't be spread over 10 things that you want desperately and passionately in life. He really must be the utmost Mm -hmm. of focus. He must be your utmost delight. When I say, what couldn't I do without? Because I wouldn't be able to breathe. It's it's really my relationship with God. I must have yeah. that. Yeah. I must sense his presence. I must hear his voice. I must sense his will. I must feel his love. These are yeah. things I have. That's that's what makes me breathe. That, you know, yeah. that's my fuel. I feel like I could, like, punch through a wall after talking to you. I'm like, let's go. We're doing this. <laughs> yeah. Miss um, Michelle, is there anything we didn't talk about you want to make sure we cover? You know, all I will say is that seasons in your life and shifts and changes in your life are inevitable. Mm. How you respond is optional. Wow. And how you respond will have everything to do with the outcome of your life. And if you can maintain being grateful, gratefulness is different from having gratitude. Mm. Gratitude is a feeling for a moment, but gratefulness is being full of gratitude. It's it's a lifestyle. It's continuous. It's a state of being. And Uh when you choose to dwell in that space, God just shows up in amazing ways. No matter what the season is, you'll actually find the delight in it even if you physically feel uncomfortable. And, yeah. and, and that's the thing. And, and as long as you know it's taking you somewhere. I've been through many things in my life, Annie. I've lost a loved one that I thought I'd be spending the rest of my life with to gunfire, long before gunfire was popular. I've, I've had financial devastation. I've had physical devastation. I've been fired from and rehired from the same job twice. I've, I've, you know, lost everything, gotten it all back, you know, abased and abounding. And through every season, my attitude was, I can't wait to see what's on the other side of this. Mm. I never parked where I was. I kept my, I kept my car, I kept my idling on, the engine running, anticipating, getting through it. I knew God wouldn't take me out, but I knew he'd bring me through. Yeah. And I think that um, when we have an attitude of gratefulness continuously, we're living in a state of, of gratefulness that it anticipates the next and says yes to it, yeah. even when it doesn't know what it is yet, because, yes. you know, it's all good if it's God. Um, so it gets back to that relationship with him where you've built such a great intimacy that you trust him no matter what's going on. I mean, I had a friend when my leg wasn't working and I had um, that problem with my accident. He said, you just don't have enough faith. I said, well, faith would never be the issue with me because I would never have thought that this would happen to me in the first place. I never anticipated that God would allow Mm. because he has to allow. And if he allows, it's for the good. It Mm -hmm. isn't on that bad that I wrote my first book and it changed the course of my life. Yes. Um, so everything that's happened in my, when I lost my boyfriend, I found Christ. If you can just see what's always on the other side of that, oh no moment, you'll go, oh yes. Yeah. That's beautiful. Wow. Oh, thank you. Thank you for doing this today. 
so grateful. What a gift. Oh, you guys, isn't she great? Isn't she brilliant? I mean, how many mind-blown emojis do we need to do with these first few episodes of this year? Oh, my gosh. Listen, grab a copy of her book, When Shift Happens. Go follow her on social media. Tell her thank you so much for being on the show today. Y'all are going to love this book, especially as we've identified, hopefully, through the Pastor Banning episode with Mike Foster. You've kind of got an idea of what season God might have you in right now. Man, then you get When Shift Happens and you go right to that section. So helpful. If you have any questions from this episode, you can drop them in the Q&A box on your Spotify app if you're listening there on Spotify or send them to us on Instagram at That Sounds Fun Podcast and we'll try to answer them there. Remember, it is Monday, so that means a new episode of Annie's mini BFF podcast dropped today. We're reading stories from the Gospels from some of our favorite children's storybook Bibles, so do not miss an episode. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Rwanda. Anywhere you need me, that's where you can find me today. I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home. Do something that sounds fun to you, and I'll do the same. Today what sounds fun to me, I have to be honest, I don't know. But I bet I'm having a great time. Make sure you're keeping up with Carlos and I in Rwanda with Africa New Life this week. We will be back on Thursday, but we are there right now. So follow me, Annie F. Downs and Carlos Whitaker, Los Wit, and you can keep up with what we are doing and see how you can also be a part of what Africa New Life is up to. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you back here on Thursday with a pod favorite, a founding member of the Hall of Fun, Pastor John Mark Comer. We'll see y'all Thursday. That sounds-